podcast listeners, we're back. This is episode number 10. Uh, thanks for coming back. Uh, thanks also for all your comments and reviews and whatnot. I just discovered that shit recently. And from what I understand, that's how the podcast will get out to more and more people. So uh, please keep doing that. Uh, leave a rating, whatnot. I'm just learning about this shit. Um, but today, I have my old friend Damon Soul with me. Um, we've known each other, I'd say, since the early 90s. Yeah, 90, 95, I think, is yeah, when right, we met. Early yep. mid, um, in San Francisco, and we rolled in uh, the same circles and around the same yep. crews and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, welcome. Thanks, man. Glad we were able to hook this up because you were in town yeah. doing a live painting thing. Yeah, I'm live painting with. Uh, my buddy Oliver Vernon, who's doing a right. solo show at Miris right. Gallery, yep. and uh, him and Mars One. Cool. Yeah, for the next three nights. Which, you know, frankly, knowing your work and their work, I can't imagine a better threesome <laughs> yeah. to, to go at, uh, you know, a project. You yeah. I, different styles, for sure, but it's from yeah. the same sort of, I don't know, psychedelic realm, almost. Yeah, it's... it's uh, I mean, you know, we all sort of take this weird maximalist approach to painting, which is like putting everything on there sure. <laughs> and then trying to sure. pull edit some. Yeah. And uh, I think we've done, I don't know, maybe like a dozen or 15 pieces now, large scale. Oh, together. Together, yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, that's it's awesome. Denver's not it's such fun. a terrible place to come visit. Oh, not at all. It's awesome. <laughs> I think I've been here like four four times this year now. Oh, just in the last year. Just in the last year. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It seems like Denver's popping off that way. It with is. Artists. It is. Like I just did a a walking tour of the Rhino District where all the street art and stuff is. Oh yeah. And uh, it's impressive. I mean, it's definitely. A lot of stuff. I mean, I don't like a lot of it, but well, whatever. Yeah. But it's still, it's impressive. It's it's neat to see. It's it's cool to see, and it's neat to see Denver becoming like a a destination. It's like little Amsterdam. Yeah, little definitely. Kind of. I always wondered why Denver wasn't, um, since it's in the center yeah. of the country. Well, but it it definitely over the last ten years or so. It's no, really... that, you know, I I think a lot of it has to do with cannabis stuff and. You know, it is a mm-hmm. healthy place. The air yep. quality is amazing. Yep. We do get tons of sun throughout the whole year. We yep. do get snow too, but you know, it melts pretty quick. Yeah. You know. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's just yeah, it is interesting. <clears throat> you know? Yeah, you know, I lived here when I was a teenager. Yeah. In in the springs. Well, 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 let's get into this. Yeah. Then. Um, so you know, tell me where you were like born and raised. Well, I was I was born in Atlanta, and then. When? What year? Nineteen seventy four. Okay. So, seventies. Yeah. yeah, went to. I think my parents took me to the first Star Wars movie. Sure. So that I'm that age. Yep. Um, my too. mom told me recently that when I was a kid, they had a HR. What was it? HR Puffin stuff. I remember that, but I can't remember what that was. I remember that name. It, Marty, stuff. Marty, and some yeah, a big puppet like crazy seventies TV show. <laughs> okay. I, apparently. In Atlanta, they opened a, a huge, like crazy indoor, um, yeah, amusement park type thing. Okay. Uh, like experiential. Sure. Thing, 
they're doing that more and more nowadays. Exactly. This is what I thought was interesting about it because I told I was telling my mom about uh, the meow wolf thing. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking of. And she was like, "Oh yeah, when you were a kid, I took you to something like that. It was like you know the puffin stuff thing." Mm. And it, it sort of, I was like, oh, wow, that's really, <laughs> you know, it's like coming back around. Sure. That, that sort of. Sure. Uh, yeah. No, that's cool. To see thinking. That, uh, well, it seems like that must have had a big impact. I think it must have. Sure. Yeah. I started looking at all that, the 70s kids shows, again, stuff that I had looked at. Yes. That was imprinting my brain. I've been doing With that stuff. Too. Right at yeah. an early age, like yeah. old Sesame Street, and you go back and look at it, and you're like, "Oh, holy shit! No wonder I'm into this." This is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So sure. it really shows you the impact culture has on on you know people. Sure. Well, and also I think when you're a kid, you're just kind of consuming things blindly, and you're yeah. not really tripping on the content so much. It's just like, "Oh, that's interesting," yeah. and that's interesting, and like now that I've gone to like bookstores and I'll look for things that I was into as a kid, like Dungeons and Dragons right. books or books about uh, military battles that I was all into. It was like a subscription service. And now I'm like, wow, that yeah. was some pretty heavy adult content to <laughs> yeah. be consuming all the time. Totally. I don't even think my parents knew what I was really reading. Yeah. But now when I read it, I'm like, wow, this is gnarly. Like this book opened with a rape. Oh, that's, at, at 14, yeah. I read this, or 13, and was like, why was I not tripping on this when I was a kid? Yeah. But then the battle scenes was the thing that en engrossed me as a kid. Like, yeah. You know? I don't know. Yeah, when I was, a, weird. When I was a kid, I was, kid, I I was very, it, you know, like a lot of kids with the whole war thing. I, I often wonder about it because it's like, that can't be a natural uh, state, right? I mean, or is it? Well, no, for sure. I mean, because like, I, I love tanks uh, and like guns. Puppies and... do uh, combat. Yeah, that's true. Play combat. I think that's all true. animals have some sort of play yeah. combat. I mean, don't quote me on that. Yeah. I'm not a fucking animal expert, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, even, for sure. Even my little puppy, we were joking, and he was trying to kill that little toy, yeah. like murder the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's in him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So no, there is so there is, there is sort of an internal. And I think there's something healthy in that, and that's kind yeah. of part of like your status in the tribe and mm -hmm. your, um, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. I think that's that's definitely part of it. You know, it's yeah. weird. Is like I had a uh, along the way, um, there was a point, probably in, I guess when I was around 20, where I made the decision to not draw that kind of stuff anymore. Oh, right. You know, like violence, war yeah, stuff. violent stuff, war sure. stuff. Cause I was so into it as a kid. I drew it. That's all I drew. Yeah, sure. Battles. Do you remember the ba battles on the graph paper? Sure. With the fucking dungeons and absolutely. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Maps and things. And yeah, absolutely. I remember just doing like, you know, yeah. a piece of paper sideways and I would make like a U shape connecting the, the yeah. sides of the paper and then yeah. there would be a, ba uh, you know, a Me too. battalion coming yeah. in from the right side totally. coming in from the left and chaos. I did the same thing. I think we all did. I don't yeah. Know where is that? That is that is some. I think that is some serious archety archetypal shit yeah. going on there. Yeah, because I see kids even doing it. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's a it's a meme that seems sure. to be internal. Well, and then we had Star Wars, like you were saying. Yeah. You know, because I was drawing Ewoks and stuff. And oh, for sure. Those drawings in the State Fair, mm -hmm. and you know, oh, crazy space weapons and. 
<laughs> I I wish I I actually on my website I have a short little page of old drawing like from a oh, childhood yeah. drawings. Cool. cool. And there's there's a Star Wars one. Yeah, there. of course there is. Yeah. I, I, w- I was looking at them and I was like, oh look, a lightsaber. Vader, yeah. Yoda, Ewoks, <laughs> you know, something. If yeah. you drew. Yeah, if yeah. you drew, yeah. yeah. Anything. So you grew up in Atlanta. Were you like in the city? Well, so I was only there for a couple of years and oh, then my okay. parents moved to New Orleans. Mm. So I guess not too maybe, far. Not too far, just a little yeah. more south and like a pretty Different. interesting culture. Mm. Yeah. Because I would think so. yeah, unique in America. It's unique in America. Yeah, it's something that yeah, it's it, you know, every every area of the United States has like a sort of a unique cultural thing. But uh, it, New Orleans is losing it. It is losing it. But but, New, but yeah. Yeah, New Orleans has a very yeah. distinct culture and people are really proud of it there it seems that way and it's really old it's it's like one of the older cities in in america doesn't really have they don't have old cities so not 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 so Mm -hmm. much i mean you go to a native american reservation and go way back well they've been been living there that's true that's true (laughs) we forget i mean well yeah yeah and then if i go to you know went to india went to varnasi which is the oldest uh, continuously inhabited city in the world. I think it's eight thousand years old. That's bizarre. So man. yeah, that's pretty. That's getting there. That's but that's still yeah. nothing. Sure, <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. Well, and relatively too. Yeah, relatively. Because even Hinduism, I think they only trace back to like four thousand BC. Yeah. So there, you know, that city would have been there for four thousand years before they even exactly. started to codify. <laughs> They're, they're the modern version of whatever they're religion. doing, yeah. You know, what I mean? yeah. You know, it's interesting too because it it's it seems because it's a big place and it's all divided up into these areas and it seems like they all sort of developed their own thing, but over time it became a more cohesive. Sure. Like they sort of said, "Oh, well, all these gods are, you know, Brahma, like a an iteration oh, sure. of Brahma or whatever." And then that's the history of the development of religions. Is yeah. that you co-opt the local things, well, you change the words exactly. a little bit, you yeah. put a new name and a new face to this guy, but because right. you, you, you can't come out of left field. Cause no, it's like no, <laughs> no, no. Maybe nowadays you can yeah. with things like uh, right. uh, Dianetics. And well, well, yeah. Then it's sch- then it schisms again, right? So yeah. you have it's it's yeah. it's like an right. oscillation. Yeah, it's like a. a a cohesiveness and then a schism. Right, and right. did you, you go know. to public school? I did. I went to public school in New Orleans. Yeah, did you take art um, classes. I did, but you know, they it was like perspective every year. Uh, <laughs> At a certain point, sure. do you remember that? Where it was like, oh no, I, and I'm glad I know that because I, yeah. I hang with young people now. They have no idea about how perspective operates when you're drawing it. Really? Because they just, re- yeah, absolutely. Even the simplest things about huh. measuring and. How to use a compass and a triangle? You know that no that idea. is interesting. No I went. Idea. I actually went back and and I still do it now. Where I'm, geometry is so interesting. Oh sure. Like knowing how to draw a pentagon yeah. with a compass and a yeah square. Sure. Is crucial to understanding. Well, there's a lot of natural forms that are that yeah. way, that are these perfect forms. Mm-hmm. You know, a five sided or a six sided or right. seven or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, you know, but to it's, know the geometry and to know, you know, all those angles need to add up to 360, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something like that. That's right. Yeah. No matter what. No matter what. And those are, and that's what's 
crazy about yeah. those the, things. The, the zero nine. These things that seem like universals. Mm-hmm. And mathematics is a way to kind of tap into that on something. Yeah. I think it falls apart pretty quickly, it though. It does, yeah. I think math has still got a long way to go. Well, I think it just runs into the limitations of our nervous system. Sure. And then, then sure. it's all interpretation. And Sure. Well, like every, when I, ever since I learned about pi, yeah. I've been like, come on, this isn't the best answer for this. This, no. this number goes on forever. Right. So every single measurement we make using pi, any circular measurement yeah. is basically an approximation. Yeah. It might be to a million. That's because you. Place. But that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a number that that's doesn't because, actually work. Yeah, because a circle is infinite. Sure. Because but it, that's the thing. We rely on <laughs> pi. Even yeah, yeah. For everything Absolutely. we do now. Well, you but have to. I hope somebody's working on a better theory that actually yeah, works. Yeah, I'm sure. That actually can, sh- you know, definitively, like. It's not using imaginary numbers. That's all. Right. It either repeats or it doesn't repeat. I mean, that's sort of the the crux of it, I think. Sure. Well, and people just think it's 3.14. This is a math nerd shit. That's actually, no, it goes on forever and ever. Yeah, you know. It's like uh, when you just try to divide uh, one by three. Yeah. You never get a solid number. No. It's 0.3 forever. <laughs> what, what was the fractal? I can't remember the mathematician, but he called fractals little monsters. Mm. Because, you know, you just can't. There is. It's a measurement problem. You'll never. Right. And it, what it shows is that, yeah, the, that's because it's infinite. There is yes. no bottom end. Sure. Sure. You know. And that yeah. brings up all sorts of metaphysical Absolutely. craziness. and. Mathematicians want it to be; they would rather have it be solid. I think, or because some things because, do work well. Yeah, two plus you two just is approximated. four. Now, <laughs> again, that's relative. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. That's, yeah, I don't it's know. Nuts. It's just one of those it's things. That's, it gets, it gets. I, I don't know. My, <laughs> we get sidetracked. Yeah, so sidetracked. That's, that's what happens when you get stoned. No, well, well the last, the last, uh, the last show I did was about phi, which is another really interesting one for me. Okay, because that's the, um, that sort of you know infinite P-H-I. star. Yeah, phi. Right. And it's it's another irrational number, mm. um, but it fractals so well. That it just, you know, there's something about it that I'm really drawn to. Sure. Had you done uh, hallucinogens before you saw pictures of fractals? No. I saw the fractals before. Yeah, and that's the reverse for me. Yeah, I used to get this crazy thing when I was a kid. Which blew my mind. This infinite big, infinite small feeling. Yeah. Oh, where, yeah. you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. I and maybe even like a screaming huge. thing and a hu- feeling yeah. huge and yeah. small. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I used to see fractals in, in that business. And wow, what oh. an ecstatic experience. Sure. I remember just laying there and being like, oh, I wish this would last forever. Mm. You know, because it, I guess it's, you know, that's one of those things you can't, you don't want to get attached to. Sure. You know, because no. it, it's so. No, so no. Good. I mean, they even warn you about that in meditation. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to get, you know, addicted to the meditative space. No. The whole point is to take what you learn on right. a cushion into real life and be a better person yeah. and of service to your fellow man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so antiquated. Whatever. <laughs> um, well, I know, like, uh, skateboarding 
was a big thing for both of us. Oh, yeah. When did you start skateboarding? Oh, man. I had banana boards okay, when I was like five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's like, you yeah, know, you were on 79, I remember 80. riding neighbor's banana boards. Yeah. Them. You could throw them in the locker. Yeah. really small. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it sort of gave you a... a like Penny makes it. It was before I, I knew there was any... Yeah. Like skateboard culture or anything. No, it was, it was a toy. toy. It was a yeah, toy. It was a toy. Like a scooter. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, that's yeah. how I dealt with it too. It was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I can roll this. On yeah. This. No yeah, yeah. I learned okay. how to do it. And I was like, oh, look, that's a way to move around. Okay. And that's fun. <laughs> and then years later. <laughs> yeah, then when I was, I'd say probably fifth or sixth grade, right? Something like that. Fifth or sixth grade is when I discovered the culture of it. About where where it's probably the, you know, Paul Peralta days. 83, I think, is mm-hmm. when I started skateboarding. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, you know, then the boards got big. Yeah. All of a sudden, what big, wide boards. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And uh, I think my first board was a John Lucero. Cool. A Madrid John Lucero. Yeah. Is it like the one? With like the Joker a, on the it? The Joker? Yeah. In was it coming out of a box or something? Yeah, yeah. Coming out yeah, of a box was the first one. Bizarro. Yeah. The things you remember. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> No. I still, to this day, I'll, I'll look that graphic up online. And right, it's right. fucking awesome. And did you, like, get a little community of skater homies? Mm-hmm. And, you know, were some oh, yeah. of them artists and stuff, too? Of course, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there was always... That is the common Yeah, experience. yeah, there was always uh, a couple guys who liked to draw skulls, too. Yeah. You know? No, I, that's exactly who <laughs> I found, too, man. Yep, yep. And then, uh, yeah. and then, and then it was like, oh... Thrasher, right. you realized, oh, this lifestyle. is a this is a lifestyle. This is a whole thing, you know. And yeah, I'm a skater. Yeah, I'm a skater. Fuck, <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm a skater. Yeah, I, right. I, I, I would even make the recipes from the Thrasher, the grub. Chef boy, am I hungry? Yeah. <laughs> was that his name? No, I can't like, remember what, what was, was his name. I can't remember. Ah, uh, but you know what I'm talking about? Scarf, oh, scarfing totally, material or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, that was the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, yep. no, I, I can still remember the specific day I went mm. into the skate shop and saw Steve Cavallero on the cover of the first Thrasher I ever saw and was just completely dumbfounded wow. by the whole thing. Yeah, it was amazing. He was doing an invert in a pool, and yeah. I had no idea what the fuck he was doing. It well, looked look, like he was doing just a yeah. one-armed handstand yeah, like, at the edge the fu- of a pool, and I'm yeah. just like, well, what the fuck is that? Yeah, that, How and did he get into that, that is position? so badass. There's Why? Like, there's a dragon on the, the fucking fuck? board. Yeah. You know what I mean? This guy like, looks badass. I think he had braids. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he looked like a, you know, yeah. like a Cavalero. Yeah, you know, like dude. Like an Otino guy. Yeah, know, it was whatever. sick. Yeah, I don't know. I just was, yeah, I just huge fan. tripping me out. And it just was like, oh, I'm in. And all yeah, that full on. And stuff. Pusshead. And the Jim, Jim Phillips. Oh, all of it. All of it. And Cortland Johnson. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because uh, it just sort of had everything that you wanted yeah. in a in a subculture. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it had packaged, athleticism. Basically. It had fucking art. It had But like, you could do it by yourself. Yeah. But still yeah. be part of the team. And actually a lot of the work went on behind the scenes yep. by yourself. That's true. Eating shit over and over. Oh my god, you building know character. Many, you know it took me years <laughs> to to learn how to Ollie because oh, yeah. I was in a group. A I was in a group where nobody knew how. Oh, so you had to. So we all harder. had to do it from scratch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know it took years. Yeah. And think of the dedication for for like a, a you know I think. No, what, I, I remember the ecstasy the first time I was able to ollie up the curb in front of yeah. my house. I was like, all right, noted, game changer. Game changer. Here we go. Yeah. Because I'm so pa- I can go a lot faster. Yep. 
popping up off the ground and shit. Things and yeah. yeah, no, that was huge. Totally. Did yeah, you well, do launch ramps. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You break a lot of boards doing launch. I broke a lot of boards. Yeah. I I definitely built some ramps that were Sketchy. not safe. Yeah, I built good <laughs> bad ramps. bad uh, curves sure. and stuff. Sometimes it that a, was fun. Well, yeah, yeah. You you turn it into a quarter pipe sure. or whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it took me a minute to like figure out the. Yeah, you wanted to get that the dynamics of yeah. how much uh, transition you exactly need and how big of a transition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, those are the days, man. Totally, I remember. that's yeah. cool. So, let's say, did you end up going to art school from high school? Well, I so I was in New Orleans, and I I also lived in Florida briefly during oh. that time. Okay, sort of moved around. My parents split up when I was a kid, so yeah. You know, you bounce, really you bounce around. Too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what, yeah, I started skating in New Orleans and I lived in Florida. Then I moved back to New Orleans briefly. And that was when I was, uh, 15, 16. Okay. And that was a hard transition okay. for the culture there Yeah. because I, I couldn't, uh, I was in public school and it's. Uh, it gets people generally if you're doing well in school in New Orleans you go to a private school yeah that Louisiana is sort of notorious for corruption and stuff so the schools are pretty gnarly yeah <clears throat> I went to high school for one year there and it was you know uh, it's probably a couple thousand kids yeah. and there were five white kids in yeah. the whole school sure so th- it was it was an interesting experience but it was hey, very hard that's the thing I think it's it's yeah, hard to do. Yeah, sure. I think a lot of white folks have never lived in a situation where they were the minority. That's true. Lots. It doesn't. It no. It doesn't. Lots. Well, how could it happen? It. it well, that's that's just. They're it. thirteen. That, that's just it. Yeah. I think that's. I think it's to your credit. Well, yeah. Well, it gives you a different perspective. perspective. That's exactly what I think is worthwhile. I think you know. I don't know what the demographics are in New Orleans now, but when I was a kid, I think it was about fifty-fifty. Mm. So you know that is a different experience entirely sure. sure than what most white people in america exactly are. yeah exactly no i had a cousin that uh grew up in florida and he was one of three white kids at his yeah. school and the rest was all african-american mm-hmm. and um i remember my do you know i never racist, got into, uh, never got into a fight at school i don't think Jason nobody ever to. nobody no nah, in fact the only person that picked on me Jason. was another white guy oh sure <laughs> right <laughs> because he had to show his dominance to somebody, and he probably yeah. felt really, uh, uh, you know, yeah, no, <laughs> like, no. like he got, had no power. I got picked on by dumbasses yeah. that were just trying to take me down for status, and then right. it didn't work out for them. They yeah. were really like, oh, no, this yeah. sucks. I just got my ass kicked, and I started it. <laughs> yeah, totally. That happened to me yeah. a couple times. Yeah. Sure. That's what happens sure. if you're a smartass. So did you did you end up graduating? Or did you well, then, then I, I, I didn't want to go to school. And sure. I started I was, uh, from the childhood stuff with the with family issues. I ended up right. being sort of not the best. That teen, those teen years were not. That's great. what happened. Yeah, I was a bad, bad yeah. person. Yeah, because I was. Yeah, I was trying to kid. figure it out. That's I was right. trying to figure it out. It always is. So then I moved to Colorado Springs. Oh, okay. And Who moved to Colorado Springs? My my mom did. Your mom. Okay. She moved to Colorado. And your dad to, stayed in Florida. He stayed in New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No. And then, uh, so I ended up moving there, and it was a you know, 
uh, less. I was getting into a little less trouble, but I, it was already. I was already snowballing in that direction. Sure. So you know, I, I got before I before I turned eighteen, I got into some shitty trouble, mm. felony stuff. Oh, yeah. But I got lucky because, like most places, if you're a first time felon mm-hmm. and you're a kid, they do like some sort of deferred. Yeah. Thing and you, you have to go to counseling and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's only after you start habitually being a criminal yeah. that you get into problems. And so I realized, sure. yeah, I realized right then I was like, ah, oh, I got to change. Make sure that never happens again. Yeah. I got to, I got to make sure I'm not around people who are going to get me there because right. I'm not making those choices. Yes. I'm just going with them. Yes. And so, yeah, you, know, you change your group of friends. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to focus on my art stuff more. The stuff that I, I like to do. That happens to a lot of young people yeah. too. Something traumatic happens and they're like, yo, I love to draw. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to fucking draw. go with the drawing I'm stuff. I'm going to draw. Yeah. I mean, even at art night, I feel like there's a bunch of kids mm-hmm. that are that way. They're just like, you know, I just, I like to draw. I need to take a fucking break. I need to be yeah. around other people that like to just fucking yeah. draw. It doesn't, nobody's tripping on what I'm drawing. Yep. It's just, yep. let it out. Yeah. And it's, yeah, exactly. It's an outlet. There's a, you can, uh, you know, see your progress. Yeah, you know, for sure. And uh, especially when you're young and you're starting out and it's yeah. like something where you can actually gauge your and it's an expense, expensive, 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 you know, yeah. it's a pretty cheap. I mean, if you live 500 years ago, paper, paper would <laughs> cost you a shit ton. Yeah. <laughs> but nowadays paper's free bit. practically. I mean, yeah. you can go find free paper any sure. time sure. in the modern sure. world. Absolutely. You know? So. So That's, Colorado Springs. Yeah, the Springs. Kind of late teens. Late teens, you know. How long did you stay there? I stayed there uh, till I was 19. I went oh, to okay. New York briefly. Oh, interesting. For a little while. Yeah, it's, I met... How did you end up going to New York? Well, my as aunt... a teenager. My aunt has been living in New York. She, in the city? Yeah. Oh, cool. She lives in Jersey now. Okay. But that's right. You had an aunt in I'll New tell York you city. some interesting connections. Badass. Even crazier, huh. uh, Rob Ron English okay. was her roommate oh, shit. in the eighties. That's crazy. <laughs> how weird is that? That's super bizarre. Yeah, I, you know how I met him is they were in the same studio about huh. fifteen years ago okay. uh, in the same building in Jersey City, yeah. and she goes, uh, "I want to introduce you to my friend. He's a painter. Like um, you, yeah. you probably like his work and sure. like." You know, and I'd seen, he'd, yeah, yeah. So, just pop in like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, there was a bunch of um, <laughs> postcards oh, on the door, and I yeah. was like, and I turned, I went, Ron English, yeah, and she's like, yeah, oh, you've heard of him, and I was like, like oh yeah. yeah, totally, and I didn't realize that that was all, even for uh, years, actually, yeah. she had been been telling me about her friend Ron uh, because of the Billboard stuff and yeah. all that, and I just it did, it never clicked. Yeah. Her friend Ron was Ron sure. English. Yeah. It was pre internet. Yeah, totally. Right? <laughs> well Was it at that point? In the eighties, yeah, for sure. Well, see, that's, but that's what I, I mean yeah. though. It was like you wouldn't make those connections right. that now you totally would yeah, make. Exactly. You'd keep seeing Ron pop up on right. your aunt's feed. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> or uh, he'd she's pop never, up on yours yeah, because of her. She doesn't do social media. You so. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for sure. These days. Like, yeah, I would have. I definitely would have. Yeah, made I happen all the time with graffiti writers. I'd be introduced as first names, and and then months later, 
I'd be I'd realize oh that's so and so yeah I've been hanging with them for that long and I love what they do and we've never talked about graffiti so crazy <laughs> that's so funny oh whatever that's funny that yeah, happens that happens all the time in that world I feel like you know, yeah it just depends on who you're rolling with and how they introduce and in, in, in interact and with the, yeah what the context of the yeah. meeting is and yeah. stuff yeah yeah like some crews will only <clears throat> talk about graffiti if they know that only people in the crew are at the table right if there's somebody that's not there they're just going to talk about something else wow that's like some secret society shit that's how it used to be though <laughs> no of course like well there's con- out at casanova and san there's francisco conse- or whatever consequences you know you just uh, well and that's why we would go drinking in the tenderloin yeah because no other groups of graffiti writers would find us there that's, yeah that was our thinking because we didn't want hassle right and there was beef yeah over I always shit. the beef stuff was always weird to me. I Frank, of course it was. Yeah, it was I so stupid. Yeah, it's completely stupid. I artists posturing. oh, and some of the yeah, exactly like <laughs> some fucking oh god. We get into it though. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, there was definitely guys because I'm gonna admit I was never as committed to graffiti as everyone else. I've always been one of those people that sort of just did well. dips into things. You did it well though. Yeah, and I had you fun. I had style. fun with it. Yeah, but I, there was definitely people that hated on me and would you know try to cross me out and, and start but beef the, but know, i was like, like ah whatever those you know toys yeah that, like, i never i never let anybody get to me did like that, that to get a rise no you'd fix your shit or yeah whatever. yeah fuck it or we'd go the next week yeah and paint something yeah new. whatever yeah. it's fun it, it, it should be fun it was yeah. it was well so how did you did you go from colorado springs then to the bay yeah when i was oh, okay yeah this is so how'd that happen kind of a funny story I I had come back from New York and because I I was going to try to live there but I was you know 18 and it was tough and I had friends that lived there and they were doing it but I just I didn't have I, I, I didn't have the, the willpower I didn't have the willpower yeah so I went back to the springs and I got a job at Hobby Lobby <laughs> oh my god Cool. In the stock room, and I worked there for probably like six months. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, I, I don't know, I just I couldn't do it anymore. My parents ended up moving to Florida, mm. and I stayed behind in the spring, so I didn't have any family yeah, connected. Change. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you uh, what else happened? I, I quit that job. Then I was working at some restaurants, and I remember one night I. I linked up with this friend I wish I could remember her name right now but we we took acid Mm. and just stayed up all night listening to uh, Genesis and and uh, uh, had you been doing Phil Collins I mean occasionally yeah Yeah, what age do you think you started taking LSD I think the first time I took it I was like maybe 16 or 17 16 yeah that's about right yeah I feel like most people (laughs) Uh, yeah, and I did well, it from our generation. I yeah, have no idea these days. I don't know either. But, yeah, but at like, that time, it was yeah. uh, the great. I wasn't a Grateful Dead person. I was a skater. Right. But they would um, come through Denver, right. like twice a year. Yeah. And every time they came through, the springs would you know flood. Yeah. With good paper. Right. And so you know it's cheap and it's interesting. It was. Um. I had some oh, interesting experience, some scary, some fun, some like, yeah. And, but I had a breakthrough one night on it with somebody mm-hmm. 
and it was sort of like I was I was just trying to be funny and we were laughing about the state of my life. Yeah. And it was and then it dawned on me, oh my God, you know, I can change this. Right. <laughs> like right. I can just change it. That right there, I think, is the crux of why psychedelics are being used in therapy now. Yeah. In certain places. Yeah, I think so. You know? For um, sure. It has that power yeah. to snap you the fuck out of totally. your reality. Yeah. What you think is this concrete thing. Yeah. And Breaks sudden, you out of the out of the L S D is just like, <clears throat> oh wait. Everything I know about reality yeah. just got thrown in the fucking air. Nothing right. looks like it should. Nothing, I have no idea what time it is. Yeah. I have no idea where I am. This yeah. is nuts. You know? Definitely. But then you realize as you're coming back that it's all choices. Yeah. That you're making moment to moment mm-hmm. that create your life. And yeah. you can just make different Yeah, choices. you're not at the whim of, I mean, for the most part, you, you, you're playing a game that's uh, co-creative with other people. Yeah. But you have a lot within that, you have a lot of freedom. Tons. Yeah. Especially in America. Especially right I, now in this, you know, absolutely. I've been I mean, around the world. I have too. And I think, limiting in I think people don't get, give this, the U.S. that much credit for what I think is all you actually gotta do is go out of, out of America, but it's only like 7% of America. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely, the country. there's exactly, <laughs> you know, well, look how, I mean, people if you will, get out, you come back and you're like, Holy shit, America's well, pretty dope. And people want to be, people want to <laughs> come here. For, yeah. It's got issues. But every nation that I've ever been to has the same sort of difficulties yeah. that we're going through. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. It, there's things aren't perfect and they'll never be no, perfect. They never have. Been. Yeah. But they're, <laughs> really good right now i mean and and it's actually getting better all over the world i mean i i I wish i could remember the name of the book but i just read it and it was um about uh how much less uh murder there is how much you you wouldn't know to watch the news that society is actually getting better you would think it's getting worse sure and it's not true Things are changing. Yeah, they're changing. But just as an example, I went to India. This is four years ago. Mm-hmm. And even though there were still a lot of people in mud, literally mud brick houses, yeah. they had smartphones. Oh, sure. So they have all of human knowledge yes. in the palm of their hands. Yeah. Right. That's, that's going to have some really crazy impact. That I don't think people are fully going to, that they're not oh, appreciating think, at this point. I don't think we can comprehend that. Yeah, it's so, it's going to be so different. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see birth rates plummet. You're going to see. It's interesting. Uh, it's going to change the world. Just, I, th- I think change is always happening. Yeah. I just think that the potential for change to happen much quicker than we're used to yeah. as a species is what's already happening. Sure. You know what I mean? And that's, uh, Yeah. So, so you had this big <laughs> LSD trip with yep. this lady. Yep. You're like, "Fuck, I can just change yeah, I can just reality. change my reality." And then you were just like, "Fucking Frisco." Yeah, well, and then for, <laughs> literally, like, I had so I had friends that had already moved there. I hadn't been there before, so but I had talked to them, yeah. and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's a pretty cool city." Yep. And and I had some friends that were in town. And they were going to go back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I just get get a ride with you? Exactly. That's how it starts. <laughs> so I had like a week to get rid of all my shit. I left uh, a lot of it in the house. Good times. Yeah. Fuck it. 
No, that's a good moment, I think. I left... When you finally leave it behind and you're on the Oh, road. it's... It, the weight is so lifted from it. I've done it yeah. more than that. Me too. In my I've life. so many times. Yeah, because I, I think that that sort of thing is a good thing to do, to lose Purge. the attachment yep. of all the things. Yeah. Um, but so I left with a $300 paycheck... 300 300 bucks to San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. And a sleeping bag. And, and what year was this? 94. Okay, 94. so I was I was already there. Yeah, you were there. I got there October 1st of 93. Mhm. And frankly, I remember those days as a lot of skaters coming from all over the country oh, yeah. with sleeping bags and sleeping at yep. DMB. Uh-huh. Straight up. Yep. Or in the parks around down in North Beach and stuff. There was kids yeah. that were getting flowed skateboards from Think and stuff. I oh, remember yeah. that were straight I, my The first house I lived at was on uh, Hayes in the Fillmore. And there was Hayes and what? Hayes and... Hayes, Hayes and Fillmore. Fillmore. Straight yeah, up right there was there. a project. Yeah. There was projects right there. Yeah. Yeah, that spot. I just know those corners. That's why I mm-hmm. asked. Okay. Um, and there was probably like 10 skaters there. James sure. Kelch was coming around and sure. all, all these like guys that I was, that were, you know, in magazines Pro. and stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. suddenly they were like, I'm sleeping. Place. Yeah. I'm sleeping under the foosball table yeah. in this yeah. <laughs> crazy apartment. Oh, that's, that's totally how it was. Yeah. There were a lot of people that were living, especially mm-hmm. in the skater community that were communal. Yeah. We're renting out warehouses, putting a huge fucking uh, half pipe and then building out apartments, mm-hmm. double level, sketchy as fuck. Homemade, yep. no permits, no nothing. Yeah, there was warehouse. all, all kinds <laughs> of crazy shit. Just, well, oh, there were yeah. warehouses still. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those don't even place. exist anymore. Like Hunter's Point, there was a whole yeah. bunch, I remember, that people lived in. That mm-hmm. were just em- uh, yeah. enormous. Yeah, all the way know? from shit south to market to yeah, yeah. Hunter's Point. Right. It's just all empty yeah. space. You got there in 94. Um, mm. so what did you do to make money? I mean, mm. did you get a job? Well, so there was a point in here in Colorado where I started trying to do like graphics for people. So do you know uh, BC Surf and Skate? Of course. So I did a t-shirt for them like yeah. in 91, 1990. Yeah, yeah, totally. They have a store here and in, in the Springs, North Shore. Right. So well, and that's how I got my start with yeah. Think. I sent them some drawings, some yeah. Xerox copies. Of well, so I was, like, yeah, you were. I I saw your boards. I remember oh, right. that. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I was like you a huge would've. fan yep. oh, before cool. I met you. That's cool because yeah. I would have only been able. I would have only been doing board for a couple for a years. Few, well, God, even just for a few months because I started October of '93, and if you got there in '94, okay. so that must be. Well, I had the. T- could have been a full year. I remember I had one of your T-shirts. Cool. For sure. Yeah. Because when I met you, well. I was like, yeah, that's... Yeah. I was like, like oh, characters shit. characters holding light bulbs yeah, and the stuff. the light bulb yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did lots yeah, yeah, of Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that was a... I mean, that was a cool era for skateboard graphics, sure. too. And it was. I had been doing, you know, it had interesting graffiti from... All, even in New Orleans, yeah. there was like a pretty interesting... It was around. Graffiti scene happening there. Yeah. And so, you know, I was... Playing with that in the on the train tracks and stuff sure. or whatever, like trying to figure out how people are getting these clean lines, clean lines and like made. yeah, I wish I had pictures of that shit. Like what you know? No, sure. I was I think I was writing Astro. That was my name, oh, okay. my tag. That's cool. And uh, you know, just stealing cans from the fucking uh, yeah hardware store. Wherever. 
Wherever you could. <laughs> yeah. I remember going into garages. Oh, for sure. Yeah, You're sheds. Like, oh, shit. People's sheds. Ain't nobody around. It's quiet. <laughs> well, yeah. It's worst, so, I gotta run. You know, it's funny. You know, yeah, and you're gr- just like, oh, here's a box full of spray paint right yep, here. Yep. Oh, whoop. Yep. <laughs> anything, too. Wow. It could be like spray, oh, you know, sure. anything or even that came out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's so funny. I had been toying with that stuff and then... And then you're in San Francisco. Well, in, in of it. yeah, well, in Colorado, I already, I was already seeing pictures mm. from SF with right. the graffiti scene, and How? I was like, "Well, what were you seeing? Uh, do you remember Magazines? Maximum Rock and Roll? Yes. Do you remember the issue with Twist in it? Yes. That that, one. that fucking hit me like a ton of bricks. Damn, that's I was a blast like, from the past. I don't think I have that anymore. But I, I have one. I have years. one. I found it at uh, oh, wow. Mission Thrift like oh, a few dude. years ago. That's crazy. There was a box of Maximum Rock and Roll, and I was like, yeah. oh, I wonder if that, that issue's one. in there. And I literally yeah. started going through, I and I was like, are. I wonder if I'll recognize it. And as soon as it was there, I was like, this is it. Oh, my God, I got it. Um, yeah, that's a little piece of history, because that really had an impact on me. Barry's take no. take on graffiti was a huge impact on so me too huge man. my character yeah. made a right turn once i saw Barry yeah it's so interesting his, his, uh, his little guys though mm-hmm. like the screws and the the cow heads and the whatever he yeah. was doing I, I was like oh that's cool it's interesting. i, I love like the screws i love the screws with the like faces the, when he did little people oh yeah those are just so good it. so yeah. good yeah you so just good. like be riding your bike and t- look to the left, and there's one of his little dudes next to a TW or something, yeah. and you're like, "Oh God, that's I'm that's telling it. you, that's yeah." It. So I saw no. I saw that in Maximum Rock and Roll, and I was like, and I was you know doing stuff with people in the Springs, yeah. but nobody was crushing it like that. No, and there was no yeah, like it was different. Yeah, there was no. Um, you know, a lot of people were crushing it in SF. This is just my window. Into right. that world, I feel like even Slap Magazine totally did a bunch of stuff. Yep, very yep, yep. Early that's on, that's right. That was like, oh shit, that's right. Look Slap at this too. dude, yeah. Because it was like New Deal mm-hmm. and Underworld Element were doing yep. graffiti, totally things on skateboards. It was sort of the same, yeah, in the same vein, in yeah. the same vein, sort of that modern, you know, early nineties. Andy Howell was kind of on that tip yep. too, even though he that's... wasn't ever like a writer, you know. No, but it had that it had sort that of flavor. flavor, yeah, yeah. Which is fresh. I yeah, so that's what I was into. I mean, I was already doing, you know, drawing comics yeah. and already into graffiti and already into skateboarding and yeah. these are things that I grew up with. And I was like, oh, I want to be where that's happening. Yeah. You know? Right. And so as soon as I got into that, well, Cause I, remember I was already doing stuff. Brands even, like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I met, well, in that first house, I met Carl Watson and Stevie Williams and Kelch and all these guys. Right. And they're like, oh, you draw. Oh, look at that. That's cool. I, I got a board coming out. You want, you want to do the that's graphic? That's all it was. Yes. That's right. <laughs> that's that's right. right. That's exactly what I want to do. Yes. Um, and it's interesting because even when I was like 12, I was like, I would love to do these graphics. That, that's what I would like to oh, do. I thought that too. And to you know, go back yeah. to that crazy experience where you make your reality or having that realization. Yeah. And then I realized I was doing it. And I was like, wow, I had a vision. Yes. And within, you know, six years, I, I accomplished doing, that thing. You're doing yeah. it. No, it was exactly the same yeah. for me working in the skateboard business. You know, that first day, I think, was just yeah. like, holy fucking shit. 
I'm fucking doing this. I yeah. left college. Yep. This is my full time job. All yep. I got to do is sit here and draw, draw shit for skateboards. Yeah. Fuck yes. <laughs> yeah. What a crazy life. Seven bucks an hour. Yeah. What a crazy. Really afford my yeah, life. but uh, still yeah. getting. But I was like, you're getting paid it. to do I it. Made it. Yeah. That's it. That's all it was. Yep. And it was the first step. That's exactly. The other thing too. Exactly. It's such a monumental because I worked in restaurants and mm-hmm. skate shops and stuff. Yep. You know, and then it was like, yep. wow, like. I'm actually making things that are being produced by the thousands. Yeah, it's amazing. on me to make sure the quality is there yeah. and I have to interact with everybody and be my own boss on some level. Yeah, yeah, and teach teach yourself things. I mean, I right. taught myself how to use the computer, how to do color separations on a on the Illustrator and, you and were all that essential. stuff. I feel like you were just kind of behind me a little bit. Yeah. Because you're like yeah, four a couple years, years a couple years yeah, behind. Because I still was doing everything by hand. Yeah. Well, you t- you actually taught you know, me how to cut Ruby films, yeah. and and even after we started printing films, mm-hmm. I would still cut rubies sometimes yeah. because the cost of the films was so high right. that they could actually pay me right. by the hour to cut right. the film. I would exactly. just print out the blacks and. I feel and like the only thing. time you really needed film was when it was butt fit. Yeah, yeah. Skateboard wheels, right? Right. Was butt fit. Yeah. You know, there were certain things that. You, yeah, you where, know, where you didn't have to try. You had colors. to get films made. Right. But yeah. Otherwise, yeah, rubies. I mean, and that's why our line weights on skateboards were the, as they were. Oh yeah, they're you, heavy. You know, there's going to be some. <laughs> yeah, you got to have some wiggle room. Colors going on one board. Yeah, that's you got to trapped with black. Yeah. That's pretty tricky. It is. Yeah, especially on a when you're screen printing on a curved I was surface. Just in the last podcast. Of my buddy Ben Lovejoy, he screen boards at print time. Okay, there you he go. Actually, yeah, to actually pulled the thing. He actually yeah. pulled, pulled. Yeah, it's a tricky. Yeah, and it's, like it's a, a, a tricky dead thing. thing. Yeah. Even he didn't know that they've switched to vinyl. Mm. He just print on flat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now and it just. Uh, yeah, it's like just a, a sublimation. Yeah, sucks yeah. right to the board. Yeah, any like twelve year old could do it. Yeah, I remember actually. I have a board I did probably from. The late '90s, and that it was the first time what, I had seen. What the companies did you do boards for? Well, I don't even remember. Some of them didn't. They were only there, there were a lot of indie brands. I indie brands that. that would pop in and out. Sure. Um, and then I actually started one with some people. What was that called? That was called Fit That's Skateboards. What I thought. That's yeah, what I thought. and that was a really interesting experience. That was me. Learning was a, I living um, with you when you yes. were doing fit? Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, that's the thing. I remember being privy to the building of that brand. Yeah, that was an was, interesting experience. That was per, that was early, too, yeah. man. Yeah, I think you know, 95 to 97 or 8 is how yeah, long it lasted. To me, that was, yeah. And it was, it was hard. I mean, yeah, it's like you, uh, there was a lot of different ideas mm-hmm. push pull did was fit around still uh during the era of online ordering no not yeah, yet see that's not that's yet that's what i'm yeah, saying it, like yeah that's a just totally different era just missed it of streetwear let's <laughs> yeah, say yeah yeah for sure pre-internet yes pre-internet access and to the product and your ability to get the exactly product to stores exactly for stores to even know about it yeah we actually you know, it was difficult we actually did um You'd, Sam Flores used to work there oh, right, briefly, right, right? And he he was he did some of the graphics and because I had him do work at yeah the, totally yeah. And he would he also did sales. He was great at it because he he you know he's a great 
He's a talker. talker. He's a talker. He's a great talker. Yeah. And really, you know, people like him. Yeah. The, he's fun. He's a great... I mean, he, he could have kept doing sales. That's how sure. good he is. Sure. Um, and he would... We actually would fax skate shops. Right. Our order, like what we have available. Things, the line sheet. The line sheet. I remember getting those. When and I he would make shop. faxes and he would draw things oh, for the yeah. skate shop. And he would That's like cool. do these awesome fucking, you know, like... Yeah. Big tree skate shop and wherever. Yeah. And they were like, oh my God. Like suddenly they felt connected to the yeah. the scene and the right. thing and people would order stuff. And it actually could have done really well. Mm. Um, but, you know, there were some people involved who, mm, you know, basically stole from the. That's what happened. <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise. No. Yeah. So no. I remember that as soon as I got to think, yeah. I learned that the kids would come in, they would get this big box, yeah, and they would use like two of the things out of fifteen yeah, in the box and sell, sell the rest at yeah. Embarcadero. Yeah, that day. Yeah. So they were <laughs> they were literally undercutting the the business that yeah. paid them. So sure. it's just sort of that short sighted. Sometimes that's how, the only way they got paid. Absolutely. By the company was Absolutely. slow and. But they then, were yeah, and then, but if you create a situation where it, uh, it burns it just the keeps, shit, yeah, it just burns, <laughs> it burns the shit. It's like the shit. fucking stupid, yeah. you know. No, and that so that happened to us. So. You got a bunch of skaters, yeah. a bunch of young guys. Just yeah, and like, ah, the guys, the guys I partnered with weren't skateboarders. They were like, I remember that Stanford dudes. I remember that, and they yeah. were. It was a. They were very. I liked them a lot, but they, they were not. Cool. I feel like they came by the house. Sure. Times, yeah, yeah. Two fourteen. They they didn't. They didn't command respect. Yeah. And um, there weren't consequences. People felt oh, like sure. they could take advantage no, of these. You got to be a boss at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think it's for exactly for everything you ever do. Yeah. You have to be. You got to man up. And yeah, be like, you got to. No, don't take advantage. Yeah, I'm not letting you fucking dickhead. do that, motherfucker. Sure. So, um, but sure. you know, some people want to be liked yeah. so badly that they, to their, you know, so I'm trying to think. So you were, you were living down on Hayes. Did you start getting like freelance gigs then? Yeah. I started doing start, freelance start some gigs. Checks and skate companies. And yeah. Stuff. Doing Did that. Did you have a regular job? Well, no, not once I started that skateboard yeah. company, yeah. but then I decided to jump ship on mm. that because I, I could see the writing on the walls mm-hmm. and I was afraid that because I was part owner I'd get oh, ro- roped in yeah. to no, some then stuff and you get hurt too yeah so yeah, I sucks. and I'm glad I did because yeah. it actually did happen yeah and yeah. people owed people money and they, they did right. things on terms and sure. did some shady stuff and, and I wasn't involved and I was very right. grateful that, that that I could see the future <laughs> just based on you know, um, that's what I was trying to think of. When did you move? To, was it Oak Street? When you um, didn't you live on the back porch on Oak Street? Yeah, I lived, and then I moved in there. Uh huh. Right and then here. we lived there for about what a year, and then you that went. Was one you of went the to London. Craziest fucking places. Oh I my ever god! Lived. Oh my god! That place was so weird. And you lived on the back porch. Yeah, well, it was a back porch that had been walled in. Kind of. It was cold as fuck. <laughs> it was there. cold. You didn't get heat in, in that No, room. no heat. And it the rest of the house was heated, though. That's right. And I lit in a loft bed. Yeah. With a dresser and some art supplies. And right. Yeah. It was no, cool. No, I remember you were... That's the thing. I, I thought it was cool it, as fuck. It was very San Francisco. Yeah. And it showed it was. to me that you were just kind of tough. 
Yeah. And you were like, no, I'm comfortable. I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm still like that. I mean, yeah. We don't have I always think about, was his name John, the guy that ran that house? The yes. The dreadlock homie? Yes. That guy and was weird. I remember, he was one of the early guys with Burning Man. He was. And I remember him telling me, watch, someday you'll have to pay to go to Burning Man. Oh, yeah. And I think it was after like the second yeah. one, he was already like, fuck this. It's already yeah. getting weird. But I've yes. never gone. He was because actually, because I like, know yeah. John's original mission. And the original group. What was the... Two? Well, it was supposed to be free, bohemian. Right. You don't yeah, yeah, take yeah, yeah. anything, you know? And that, they went that far out because they didn't want to get fucked with. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they really didn't want to get fucked with. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's it turned pretty, into exactly what yeah, they didn't want okay. it to be. Okay, well, that's not 100% true. I've, I've been you like... Think so? I've been like eight times now. Oh, sure. That's the but, thing. But here's the thing. The, you do have to pay to go, but the reason you have to pay to go is because they have to get permits... Sure. From the, sure. the government. And it's pay just, all kinds of... To me, it was just... Greased all the palms. Yeah, it was just to me, like... I hear you. I, 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 I love the... I love it. Yeah. I love the event. I love that people go. I love yeah. that they have incredible transformative experiences. Yeah. It's just something about... Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. About it. I it's didn't actually like, go... It was so pumped. Yeah. I didn't actually you know? go until 2010. So, but that's the thing. It I, is a yeah. it is a valid cultural thing now. I think it's you know? interesting. I mean, I'll yeah. tell you, this is what I got from it, and this is I think I can't imagine you wouldn't go. Well, right? I resisted. No, I resisted for, you, for the whole. I was. I guess so. Sure. Yeah, I, I remember. Well, you got the story too. That's yeah, and thing. I was like, I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm not. Are they Irish guys? Those, remember the groups of like traveling, like psychedelic fucking dreadlock dudes that would come through that house? Yeah, it was a trippy. He place. never knew who was gonna. Be well, there he, when you he know, he was home. also a food not bombs guy. Too. I remember because yeah. he had the pot that covered the uh-huh. four burners on the yeah. stove. Yeah, and we had to t- we had to help him get it into the back of yeah. his truck, and the truck would lower. Totally. The soup was, <laughs> and then he would almost get arrested. <laughs> oh yeah, you weren't allowed to give. Food no, to homeless and people. And you have this truck full of soup. Yeah. Oh man, that's the thing. Like those, he, him, and his friends were really, really, really inspiring. Too. Yeah. They kept this like punk ethos. Well, you to know, me alive in this. They were different way. They know? were uh, like anno, anarcho communists. They were hippies. They were. So they weren't like the the sort of like what you get now, like the punk, punk necessarily punk rock. They were like. Hippies, punk, hippie, hippie punk rock. Uh, it's thing. true. There's, there's a, it was so it was hilarious. definitely an SF like yeah. mix yeah. breed. Yes. You know that's very specific that. to that place. Now, now all these years later, I think yeah. there were a lot of weird things going on in San Francisco in yeah. particular that we took for granted. Living, I there. think so. I think absolutely. So. Well, you just sort of assumed it was always going to be that way because it had been that way from the '60s to the '90s. So. Yeah. It yeah. was really weird to see, to be there for the transformation of it, too. Sure. Like, I always, I did realize that during the first dot-com mm-hmm. boom. Yeah. We I right remember. There. Yeah, we were there. We were in South the Market. We were. And I even remember. Half of our blockchain. While it was happening, yeah. I said to myself, wow, I am living in the ground zero of something that's going to change the planet, change yeah. human history. Yeah. I, you could tell because it yeah. happened so fast. Yeah. Like, I remember having an email address from a school account 
Sure. And not really understanding that what that was. UNM.edu. Yeah, I had SFAI, Damon Soul at SFAI.com. And then, um, and then suddenly, it's like the internet. No, I remember. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Yeah. I met a guy, I, I had a friend, totally. Scott, and he, in the early 90s, a couple of years before I met him, he wrote a book that was like the yellow pages of the internet. He put every website that was on the internet in oh a book. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> and I met him what about... What year was that? Uh, he, I think he made that book in like 94. Four, ninety-three or ninety-four. Okay. So what had happened was Early. and then yeah, and then I met him in like ninety-six or seven. Mm-hmm. And at that point it was that was our we he was laughing about it. Like, can you believe that just a few years ago I had every website logged. Logged Here in a are. single book. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. And you think about it now and you're like, what the fuck? Because yeah. people are uploading content. No, I, oh, like, I know. I know. I yeah, know. it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. I have nuts. friends that still have like earthlink.net addresses. Yeah. I have a Hotmail. Like You've got a Hotmail? Yeah, I had a Hotmail yeah. before Microsoft bought it. I got a buddy that owns housemusic.com. How early oh, wow. did he get in on that Holy shit. shit. Right? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Whoa. What is that worth? A billion dollars? Well, who knows? Holy crap. Know. Yeah. But he, wow. He, he was like, oh, yeah, there's this yeah, thing yeah. and you can lock it's, it down. If you oh, and then, yeah, you just pay this, you know, this $10 fine. And and I don't know. It's <laughs> all a big helpful sum. That yeah, down fuck, the line. fuck Bitcoin. Can you imagine yeah. if you had made that realization Well, that's early the thing, on? Though. I mean, I imagine you heard about it in San Francisco, too. People just buying up uh, oh, domain yeah. names oh, to absolutely. fuck people in the future. Oh, well, they were just bu- buying them up so that, yeah, so that they could sell them. Because they exactly realize, right. they and realize, this holy is generic. shit, it's this generic. is a product, they yeah. don't have a website yet, I'm yeah. going to buy their website yeah. name, and then they're going to have to come to me. Yep. I know, I knew people that made good money. I had people that yeah. did that and flipped it into getting tattooed by me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. A I lot did, of my tattoos were people that were balling during that era. I remember doing tech. some some work back then too, like graphic design work, learning yeah. how to do GIF animations True. to make ads, yep. because they were paying so much. There just wasn't that All many of people. It was overpriced. Yeah, well, nobody knew how to do it. That's why it crashed. Yeah. Nobody understood what went into it. You could. I remember. I remember even myself telling people, "Oh man, that's going to take me like three weeks of programming to get your right. website exactly. up and running. So um, maybe let's do payments in three, <clears throat> yeah. and we'll get this to this point." <clears throat> and I did it in one afternoon on Dreamweaver, yeah. and then sat on it. Right. You know, and yeah. I was like, okay, it's all done. That's a lot of work, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, it was so easy that yeah. even my knucklehead ass was doing it just because right. I knew how. Yeah, because it wasn't You that know, it was just like, oh, you need a website? Yeah. I can do that for you. Yeah, you know? it's funny. I've, I did a lot of them for free, too. There's right. people I know, too, that missed. Lots. Do you, you know um, Anthony and Olivia from Fabricate? Mm. They were Fabric number well, eight.com I remember they were one of the first people to do online sales <laughs> i kind of do and they yeah. probably could have yeah. cashed out on that because the, yeah anthony actually built a system from scratch to pay things online to to parties at their place mm-hmm. yep. yep yep yeah totally yeah was on market street the f- was that uh fecal face era too or i guess yeah just before that, that just before that because I feel like the first fecal face thing, you were the one that told me about yeah. it. And now I, I think by then, though, we were living down at, like, 5th um, and what? Folsom? In yeah. Between Folsom on, and Harrison on, uh, in San Clara, Francisco. On Clara Street. 214 yep, Clara. 214. Is Valentine's any Day. of our friends still there? 
There are some graph writers that live there. Oh, really? That's yeah. funny. Is Peter I'm not still gonna, on the lease? I don't. That I don't know. <laughs> that I don't know. My friend Mike McGurk Who lives knows? there too. Huh? That's cool. Um, yeah, they're holding that house down. So how did you end nuts. up? How did we end up there? Did Did you I, move there first? I moved you in like, There's with Maceo. Remember Maceo? Of course. Yeah. Of course. So he was the gra- so it was graph you guy. You two, and then Peter. Yeah. Kind of in the back room, and his name was on the lease. That's why I asked. Yeah, he was he was there the longest of yeah all of us that were there. Sure, right. Yeah, yeah it was Mace, kind of his place. It was sort of his place. I mean, I mean, but at one point it was someone else's place before him. Sure. When I moved in there, they had had that lease already for fourteen years. That's that's the thing I know about you that know? place too. That's why I ask about leases. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting because I can remember talking to the landlord, and he had no oh, yeah. idea who I was. No, but I was like, "Listen, I just need. I, I'm the one that's going to return the call. Right? Okay, my yeah, name yeah, yeah. is Michael. <laughs> Peter's not around so much. I know yeah. you just need some simple information. Uh-huh. I'm happy to give it to you. Yeah. And I always had nice conversations. Yeah, he was with that great. Guy. He was. You, you talked to him too. Oh, Mr. McGurk. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. I think me and Val even made, made up a song. Oh, oh wow. no, no. His name was M- Mr. McGlinchey. McGlinchey. And me and Val used to go, Mr. McGlinchey, why you grinchy? <laughs> like cool. whenever you would call. Well, and how did she get there? So she was a Craigslist. Ah, um, uh, okay. Was I already living there when she moved I in? think you might have. I can't remember. You were out of town. Uh, no, no, no! You were there. I, there. I was out of town. Uh, you answered the Craigslist. You, uh, I think okay. you did the Craigslist. Uh, maybe I was the one to talk to. And her. she was going to be she temporary. Still... Yeah, she was going to be temporary. Yeah. And then she ended up being awesome. And yeah. then we were like, "Please stay with us for for." Well, and that was all right. So again, that was what years we're talking? Ninety six, seven. Yep. yep. Right. Yep. And there was four of us. Yep. In like an, uh, it was like a, a warehouse with a flat upstairs, uh, yeah. kind of. It was sort of a... garage a, downstairs that we used as it was our like, studio. Exactly. It was like which a, was so rare. Yeah, super rare. It was like yeah. a Victorian warehouse. Yeah. If you can imagine. It was basically... Yeah, yeah it's exactly yeah. what it was. Because it, it actually survived the, the big earthquake in 1908. Oh, that's why it was still down there. And, that, and yeah. yeah, it's still there. It's one yeah. of the only buildings down no, there still there. It was there. a fantastic uh, Yeah, it's a very place. cool place. Super cool. Remember all yeah. the crazy... Uh, we all had wall paintings and shit going on. Yep. Most of us. Yeah. I remember Pete, because he would tweak, and he, would, he yeah. started painting the kitchen. Uh-huh. And he got three walls done, and yeah. he ran out of paint. Yeah. And was like, ah, shit. And he started over. Yeah. And he ran out again, three walls through, <laughs> and he kept doing that over a weekend, drinking those bottles of Maker's. Anchor Steam, Anchor Steam and Maker's yeah, Mark. that's right. That was his jam. He would actually, yeah. I think he would get a, I, I'm not sure what he was snorting, but he'd get a baggie of something. I think he was tweaking. I think he was probably tweaking. Yeah. And then a six pack of Anchor Steam, a yeah. big bottle of Maker's Mark. That's right. And two Verner's ginger ales. Right. right. That was that was his weekend. It was. <laughs> I don't think he'd eat. Yeah, because he, yeah, no, he wouldn't. And he was no. a construction worker, That's like right. carpenter. Finnish carpenter. Fin- yeah, exactly. I, from what I understood, he was good. Yeah. He's very good. But wacko. Yeah. He's a bit of an oddball. Remember all he, the really shit smart he guy. Home? Really smart because guy. Because we had the big basement area, he yep. would come home. He, all he kinds came of home crap. with like a five foot fan, yeah. five feet across. And you were, I remember you were like, what? Where are you going to put that? Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, dude. <laughs> every time he brought something big back, that just took up. Uh, 
art space. Space, 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 you know. But we did have like the breakdancing area. We back did, too. yeah. That was fresh. <laughs> that was, was like, cool. Twelve layers of cardboard <laughs> and then linoleum. Yeah. It was like a bar. Yeah, I don't. That were, there it was, was like, like a little weird dark back corner. There was like a little uh, resurgence of breakdancing there in sure, the late nineties. Uh, a team. Well, years kind of well was, we weren't we weren't very good, but there were guys. No, it was fun though. There were crews who were in the Bay Area that were actually actually oh, just slamming we went stuff. To the oh my god! I remember so a good. knuckle neck tribe. Yeah, like Filipino kids. I think from the East I think Coast. all the good. They were amazing. Crews were Filipino. They were well. It's hip hop central. It's the Bay for yeah. The Bay Area is like thirty three percent Asian it's like too. The king is Cubert. Uh, the that's that's my guy, right. man. I love that guy. You know, I did uh, some covers for him. Do you remember going ago. to uh, Club Deco? Absolutely. The, the basement? Yeah. Him? Playing, playing for like stereo. 20 people. <laughs> yeah. We'd send friends there and they would walk right past yeah. that door to the basement yeah. not realizing that the party was yeah. there. You could smoke weed. Oh, there. it was great. That was, was in the 90s. Yeah, like, there was like 20 oh, it was crazy. writers down there drawing in black books, listening to Kubert scratching homies, live. A lot of our homies <laughs> would come early at like 8 before the doorman got there yeah. at 9 so they wouldn't get carded. Yep. And they would just be in yeah, there Yeah, the even underage. Night. Yeah. And I can remember we would leave there when they closed the bar and there was this ritual of putting on latex gloves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. markers and paint on us <laughs> for the walk home. And if yep. somebody was missing gloves, like, oh, yep. no, don't write don't without do that. gloves. Bro. Don't Here's do that. Here's some gloves. Here's some gloves. Yeah, you got it. Oh, those were Yeah, yeah pretty come. crazy. I remember people visiting from other places in the world and, like, beatboxing while him oh, scratching. Yeah. And people would freestyle rhyme. And, oh, my God. That was, yeah, I think very that cool. was the best, like, hip-hop club thing that I ever experienced because you yeah. really couldn't fit more than what 20 people down there yeah basically it and it, it it was rootsy and it was, was rootsy so you could bump it yeah it was would. very very cool I remember he freestyle rhymed one time because he was really? so drunk wow yeah wasted that's crazy it was hilarious yeah he, just seeing We're getting so lucky I know getting to see that. all those guys do that and and actually like developing that stuff while yeah. it's happening sure because they were they were carrying that torch sure. that scratch turntable is torch pickles yeah and we dude. ended up seeing the whole crew they're amazing you know i remember apollo yeah. there and yoga frog yep. and uh, all of them mix master yeah Mike, you know i had that's one of the things i really loved about san francisco was um there were so many subcultures there were like you could pick one for the night yeah you could just float around be a metal night yeah it could be graph metal be house jungle. jungle right you know and yeah. it was just like you had to pick yeah and even when we lived together yeah. you could just be like hey i'm going to this where totally. are you guys going to oh we're going to go see this yeah. band valerie was usually going to see some bands so totally like, All right, rock and roll let's go yeah yeah, the you could just. Valerie ended up being in what the Coach Whips. She was in the Coach Whips yeah. for a tour. Yeah. Which was that was so fun to watch her get to do sure. that. I you know, that. it's and the Double Dutch and uh, the Double roping Dutch jump crew roping. that she had. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> San Francisco, dude. Yeah, I mean, you oh could really just do any sort of weird thing Wild you felt like doing. Anything. Yeah. It was on, and it was still kind of affordable. Yeah, you know I mean, like yeah. I rented that place because the lease was so yeah, it was, old. It, it was, was it was fine. Yeah, it was uh, as long as Peter's name was on the lease. It was definitely cheap. Well, you, he ended up moving out, and then all the girls still lived there. Well, see, that's the thing that they told me he didn't take his name off the lease, though. That he mm. moved out and was gone for over a year. Yeah, but do you know and that, that he, check was still going? Yeah, he was still paying the rent, even that's though he moved nuts. out. Well, you know, this is what happened. I think I mean, not that this matters, but he he met a girl. And he sort of moved in with her, but she had a 
she had kids too. Oh, okay. And I think he was sort of in this limbo where he wasn't sure if he wanted to completely commit. Uh, he wanted to have that. I remember the lady. He wanted that escape yeah. hatch and, yeah. the, and the rent was so cheap yeah. that, and he made good money as a carpenter yeah, he that he just went ahead and paid it just so he could. Oh, it was so crazy. Yeah. Cause I can remember going to yeah. visit and I was like, is Peter around? And she was like, he hasn't been around in over a year. Yeah. And I'm like, Whoa, is, weird. Is, is Mr. McGlinchey still getting his part of the rent? And she's like, yep. yeah, we've never heard anything from Mr. McGlinchey. Yeah. <laughs> so like, weird. What the fuck? So weird.